Hello friends, it's Vivek Kumar signing in again today. Welcome to Book Reading Marathon Challenge, Day 10, Chapter 9, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Today we'll talk about the role of family and friends in shaping your habits. In 1965, a Hungarian man named Lajlo Polar wrote a series of strange letters to women named Lara. Lazaro was a fine uh, was a firm believer in hard work. In fact, it was all he believed in. He completely rejected the idea of innate talent. He claimed that with deliberate practice and the development of good habits, a child could become a genius in any field. His mantra was, a genius is not born, but he is educated and trained. Lazaro believed in this idea so strongly that he wanted to test it with his own children and he was writing to Lara because he needed a wife willing to jump on board. Lara was a teacher and although she may not have been uh, adamant as Las Jilo, she also believed that with proper instructions anyone could advance their skills. Las Jilo decided chess would be a suitable field for the experiment. And he laid out a plan to raise the ch- his children to become chess prodigies. The kids would be at uh, home, homeschooled, a uh, rarity in Hungary at that time. The house would be filled with chess books and pictures of famous chess players. The children would play against each other constantly and compete in the best tournament they could find. The family would keep a meticulous file system of the tournament history of every competition the children faced. Their lives would be dedicated to chess. Lazaro successfully courted Lara and within a few years, the Polgars were parents to three young girls, Susan, Sofia and Judith. Susan, the oldest, began playing chess when she was four years old. Within six months, she was defeating adults. Sofia, the middle child, did even better. By 14, she was a world champion, and a few years later, she became a grandmaster. Judith, the youngest, was the best of all. By age 5, she could beat her father. At 12, she was the youngest player ever listed among the top 100 chess players in the world. At 15 years and 4 months old, she became the youngest grandmaster of all time, younger than Bobby uh, Fischer, the previous record holder. For 27 years, she was the number one ranked female chess player in the world. The childhood hub of the Polgar sister was atypical to say the least. And yet, if you ask them about it, they claim their lifestyle was attractive, even enjoyable. In interviews, the sisters talk about the childhood as entertaining rather than grueling. They loved playing chess. They couldn't get enough of it. Once. Las Jolo reportedly found Sofia playing chess in the bathroom in the middle of the night, encouraging her to go back to sleep. He said, Sofia, leave the piece alone. To which she replied, Daddy, they won't leave me alone. The Polgar sisters grew up in a culture that prioritized chess above all else, praised them for it, rewarded them for it. In their world, an obsession with chess was normal. as we are about to see whatever habits are normal in your culture and among the most attractive behavior you'll find.
the seductive the seductive pull of social norms humans are hard animals we want to fit in to bond with others and to earn the respect and approval of our peers such inclinations are essential to our survival for most of our evolutionary history our ancestors lived in tribes becoming separated from the tribe or worse being cast out was a death sentence the lone wolf dies but the pack survives meanwhile those who collaborated and bonded with others enjoyed increased safety meeting opportunities and access to resources as charles darwin noted in the long history of humankind those who learn to collaborate and improvise most effectively have prevailed as a result one of the deepest human desire is to belong and this ancient preference exerts a powerful influence on our modern behavior we don't choose our earliest habits we imitate them we follow the script handed down by our friends and family our church or school our local community and society at large each of these cultures and groups comes with its own set of expectations and standards when and whether to get married how many children to have which holiday to celebrate how many money to spend on your children's birthday party in many ways these social norms are the invisible rules that guide your behavior each day you are always keeping them in mind even if they are at the at the not top of your mind often you follow the habits of your culture without thinking without questioning and sometimes without remembering as the french philosopher michael d montaigne wrote the customs and practices of life in society sweeps us alone most of the time going along with the group does not feel like a burden everyone wants to belong if you grow up in a family that rewards you for your chess skills playing chess will seem like a very attractive thing to do if you work in a job where everyone wears expensive suits then you will be inclined to explore on uh, one as well if all your friends are sharing an inside joke or using a new phrase you will also want to do it you know you want to do it so that they know that you get it behaviors are attractive when they help us fit in we intimate the behavior the habits of three groups in particular the close the many and the powerful each group offers an opportunity to leverage the second law of behavior change and make our habits more attractive imitating the close proximity has powerful effect on our behavior this is true of the physical environment as we discussed in chapter 6 but it is also true of the social environment we pick up habits from the people around us we copy the way our parents handle arguments the way our peers flitter with one another the way our co-workers get results when your friends smoke pot you give it a try too when your wife has a habit of double checking the that the door is locked before going to bed you pick it up as well i find that i often imitate the behavior of those around me without realizing it in conversation i automatically assume the body posture of the other person in college i begin to talk like my roommates while traveling to other countries i unconsciously imitate the local accent despite reminding myself to stop as a general rule the closer we are to someone the more likely we are to 
imitate some other, some of their habits one ground breaking study tracked 12000 people for 32 years and found that a person's chance of becoming obese increased by 57% if he or she has a had a friend who became obese it works the other way too another study found that if one person in a relationship lost weight the other partner would also slim down about one third of the time our friends and family provide a sort of invisible peer pressure that pulls us in their direction of course peer pressure is bad only if you are surrounded by bad influences when astronaut mike misimono was a graduate student at mit he took a small robotic class of the 10 people in the class four became astronauts if your goal was to make it into space then that room was about the best culture you could ask for similarly one study found that the higher your best friend's iq at age 11 or 12 the higher your iq would be at age 15 even after controlling for natural levels of intelligence we soak up the qualities and practice of those around us one of the most effective thing you can do to build better habit is to join a culture where you desired behavior in the normal behavior new habits seem achievable when you see others doing them every day if you are surrounded by fit people you are more likely to consider working out to be a common habit if you are surrounded by ledge lovers you are more likely to believe it's reasonable to play judge every day your culture sets your expectation for what is normal surrounded yourself with people who have the habit you want to have yourself you will rise together to make your habit even more attractive you can take this strategy one step further join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior and you already have something in common with the group steve kam an entrepreneur in new york city runs a company called nerd fitness which helps nerds misfits and mutants lose weight get strong and get healthy his clients include video game lovers movie fan fan fanatics and average joes who want to get in shape many people feel out of place the first time they go to the gym or try to change their diet but if you are already similar to other members of the group in some way say your mutual love of a star wars change becomes more appealing because it feels like something people like you already do nothing sustains motivation better than belonging to the tribe if it transforms a personal quest into a shared one previously you were on your way your identity was singular you were a reader you were a musician you were an athlete when you join a book club or a brand band or a cycling group your identity becomes linked to those around those around you growth and change is no longer an individual pursuit we are readers we are musicians we are cyclists the shared identity begins to reinforce your personal identity this is why remaining part of group after achieving a goal is crucial to crucial to maintaining your habits it's friendship and community that embed a new identity and health behavior last over the long run imitating the many in the 1950s psychologist psychologist solomon asch conducted a series of experiments that are now taught to legions and undergrads every year 
to begin each experiment the subject entered the room with a group of strangers unbeknownst to them the other participants were actors planted by the researchers and instructed to deliver the scripted answers to certain questions the group would be shown one card with a line on it and then second card with a series of lines each person was asked to select the line on the second card that was similar in length to the line on the first card it was a very simple task here is an example of two cards used in this experiment the experiment always begin the same first there would be some easy trials where everyone agreed on the correct line after a few rounds the participants were shown a test that was just as obvious as the previous one except the actor in the room would select an intentionally incorrect answer for example they would respond a to the comparison shown in figure everyone would agree uh, that the lines were the same even though they were clearly different the subject who was unaware of the of the reuse would immediately become bewildered their eyes would open wide they would laugh no, uh, nervously to themselves they would double check the reaction of other participants their agitation would grow as one person after another delivered the same incorrect response soon the subject began to doubt their own eyes eventually they delivered the answer they knew in their heart to be incorrect asks ran this experiment many times and in many different ways what he discovered was that as the number of actors increased so did the conformity of the subject if it was just the subject and one actor then there was no effect on the person's choice they just assumed they were in the room with a dummy when two actors were in the room with the subject there was still little impact but as the number of people increased to three actors and four and all the way to eight the subject became more likely likely to second guess themselves by the end of the experiment nearly 75% of the subjects had agreed with the group answer even though it was obviously incorrect whenever we are unsure how to act we look to the group to guide our behavior we are constantly scanning our environment and wondering what is everyone else doing we check reviews on amazon or help trip as advisor because we want to imitate the best the best buying eating and travel habits it's usually a smart strategy there is evidence in numbers but there can be a downside the normal behavior of the tribe often overpowers the desired behavior of the individual for example one study found that when a chimpanzee learns an effective way to crack nuts open as a member of one group and then switches to a new group that uses a less effective strategy it will avoid using the superior nut cracking method just to blend it in with the rest of the chimps humans are similar there is tremendous internal pressure to comply comply with the norms of the group the reward of being accepted is often greater than the reward of winning an uh, argument looking smart or finding truth most days we are rather be wrong with the crowd than be right by ourselves the human mind knows how to get along with others it wants to get along with others this is our natural mode you can override it you can choose to ignore the group or to stop caring about what other people think 
but it takes work running against the grain of your culture requires extra efforts friend changing your habits means challenging the tribe change is unattractive when changing your habits means fitting in with the tribe change is very attractive limiting limit limiting the powerful humans everywhere pursue power prestige and status we want pins and medication medallions on our jackets we want president or partner in our titles we want to be acknowledged recognized and praised this tendency can seem vain but overall it's a smart move historically a person with greater power and status has access to more resources worries less about survival and proves to be more attractive mate we are drawn to behavior that earns us respect approval admiration and status we want to be the one in the gym who can do muscle ups or the musician who can play the hardest chord progression or the parent with the most accomplished children because these things separate us from the crowd once we fit in we start looking for ways to stand out this is one reason we care so much about the habit of highly effective people we try to copy the behavior of successful people because we desire success ourselves many of our daily habits are imitations of people we admire you replicate the marketing strategies of the most successful farms in your industry you make a recipe from your favorite baker you borrow the storytelling strategy of your favorite writer you mimic the communi- communication style of your boss we imitate people we envy high status people enjoy the approval respect and praise of others and that means if a behavior can get us approval respect and praise we find it attractive we are also motivated to avoid behaviors that would lower our status we trim our hedges and mow our lawn because we don't want to be the slope of the neighborhood when our mother comes to visit we clean up the house because we don't want to be judged we are continually wondering what will others think of me and altering our behavior based on the answer the polgar sister the chase prodigies mentioned at the beginning of this chapter are evidence of the powerful and lasting impact social influences can have on our behavior the sisters practiced chase for many hours each day and continued this remarkable effort for decades but these habits and behaviors maintained their attractiveness in part because they were valued by the culture from the praise of their parents to the achievement of the different status mar- markers like becoming a grandmaster they had many reasons to continue their effort the chapter summary the culture we live in determines which behavior are attractive to us we tend to adopt habits that are praised and approved by our culture because we have a strong desire to fit in and belong to the tribe we tend to intimate the habit of three social groups the close family and friends the many the tribe and the powerful those with status and prestige one of the most effective thing you can do to build better habits is to join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior and second you already have something in common with the group the normal behavior of the tribe often overpowers the desired behavior of the individual most days we had rather be wrong with the crowd than be right by ourselves if 
if a behavior can get us approval respect and praise we find it attractive so friends thank you very much for today it's vivek kumar signing out for today till we meet tomorrow again thank you very much